Welcome to Funeral Potatoes for the Singles Award. Tune in to today's taboo topic with Kaylee and Tracy. Let's do this. Woo! Yeah, last right. one, part four of the commandment series. Yeah, you didn't think we could make four episodes out of it, but we proved <laughs> you wrong, folks. Huzzah! <laughs> I mean, could we have done it in one? Sure. But where's the fun in that? Yeah. I mean, they're short little nuggets. It's a fun for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think this I think breaking it down into like smaller digestible episodes was probably the smartest thing that we could have done. Yeah. site because we didn't spend like hours editing one massive episode about the commandments and then oh my gosh. hours more editing and hours of you guys listening to mm-hmm. this. So exactly. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So yes. So today we are talking about number 10 and then we'll do a quick review with you guys. Yeah. So commandment number 10 can be found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 17. It says, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. So essentially, thou shalt not covet is commandment number 10. Correct. And I mean, for a... Simpler word to use is envy. Thou shalt not be envious. At least that's how I always try to remember it. Because, you know, you're not supposed to be about wanting everything that everyone else has. Don't be envious. Don't be jealous. Don't be like, oh, I want this. I want that. I could be like this. I could be like that. No, stop it. Yeah, I think this commandment kind of ties back into thou shalt not steal and thou shalt not commit adultery because if you are envious and that makes you want to steal things or it makes you want to have what you can't have or it makes you like seek out relationships that you shouldn't be having so like it all kind of comes from this commandment in general um I always like to think of this commandment like flipping it and instead saying just be grateful Mm. have gratitude for the things that you have be content with what you have don't be jealous of other people. Just be mm-hmm. a good, grateful person. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So a person who covets desires something excessively. I, I just really like the section that's pulled from Come Unto Christ, uh, talking about the Ten Commands. I was talking about how this commandment cautions you not to make worldly items your priority as well. So uh, pulled from Hebrews 13.5, it says, Let your conversations be without covetousness. And be content with such things as you have. For God hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Because that's what we should all be wanting. Yeah. A relationship with God. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that is the, that's really the best way that we can explain this commandment. Just, just don't be jealous of other people's stuff. It's so stupid. You're not going to get anything (laughs) out of it. I really hate people that are like jealous and envious of other people's things. Yes, I understand you can't really control the things that you see around you, but you can't control the way that you feel about things. So Mm -hmm. if you are only focusing on jealousy and covetousness, couldn't say that word for a second there. (laughs) I feel that. Yeah, it's a weird (laughs) word. (laughs) And envying, like, if you can only think about that, then you are missing out on so many great things in your life. You're missing out on the great blessings that you have in your own life. You're missing out on the 
opportunities for growth that you have in your own life. You're missing out on the great relationships that you could potentially have. Mm-hmm, exactly. I'm jealous of what everybody else has around you. So. Right. Okay. Also on that though, one thing that I've definitely been working on because I mean, you know, like as I think most singles do once or twice, once in a while, you know, they want to be in a relationship. So whenever that happens to me though, I've really worked to not be envious or jealous of those around me. And I've started applying this to other things in my life as well. So when I do feel, you know, the green angry monster coming for me, I try to change it around. I don't always remember to be grateful, unfortunately, because I really like what you said there, Tracy. Um, But what I have tried to do, at least when it comes to some possessions and even relationships, I try to think, you know what, they're so lucky to be together right now. They have such a great relationship and they are so cute together. I am so happy for them. Yeah. I am glad that they have found each other. This is a great opportunity for them. They must be learning so much about each other. And I try to just turn it around so I'm not angry or like jealous of them, but I'm trying to be like, it's not about me in this situation. It's about me seeing what they have. Like it gives me that opportunity to really better understand as well the jealousy that I might have felt and be like, yeah, I mean, sure, I do want that for th- for myself. But I mean, look at them. They get to have that right now. Like, I want to be happy for them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not always easy, sure, but it's definitely helped me um, a little bit um, through the past couple of years and in various situations because, yeah, like, I need to be more grateful for what I do have. And I we need to be loving one another. And I think that includes being grateful for what they have as well. Yeah. I think that sums it up perfectly, Kaylee. Good job. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. I covet that (laughs) statement. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We have just completed the 10 commandments. So now back through these. Um, and can you see you've forgotten them? We're going to read them again. All right. So, number one, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Number two, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Number three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Number four, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Number five, honor thy father and thy mother. Number six, thou shalt not kill. Number seven, thou shalt not commit adultery. Number eight, thou shalt not steal. Number nine, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And number 10, like we just said, thou shalt not covet. All right. Yeah. Now you all know what the Ten Commandments are, how they kind of apply to today's time period and situation and everything. How they apply to you. Yes. And you can understand more fully how you can obey them and apply them to your own life. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. And then so during my little bit of research, I found something in the Tutor of the Faith manual that I really loved. And it said, although most of the Ten Commandments list things we should not do, they also represent things that we should do. The Savior summarized the Ten Commandments in two principles, love for the Lord and love for our fellow men. And just like in Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 and 39, it reads, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And I think that's a lot of what we've also discussed in the last couple of episodes for the series about how um, how these commandments apply to us and 
the positive things that come that can come through it, how we need to be focusing on our relationship with our Heavenly Father and doing what we can to be positive influences and supportive of those around us. Exactly. So I wanted to pull in some scriptural context for a second. We have been using Exodus chapter 20 for the most part in this Mm -hmm. commandment series. And so if you remember, just before Moses gives the commandments, (laughs) Um, the children of Israel were like, Moses has been up on that mountain for a really long time. We don't know what to do. So we're going to make a golden calf. Oh, my God. And we're going to hoist him over our heads, dance around (laughs) him and worship him. And then Moses basically comes down from the mountain to see them all worshiping a golden calf. And he's like, are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. Literally just went up there. I just... (laughs) <laughs> Look what the Lord just wrote on these tablets. Just, like, come I just on. I had the holiest of experiences, and now oh, I come back to this. So it sucks so much. I feel like it's so interesting how they were on two completely opposite <laughs> spectrums. Mm-hmm. Um, but after Moses shares the Ten Commandments with the children of Israel, they destroy their idols. Like, as soon as he teaches them everything, they destroy the golden calf, they destroy every other idol they had, they build an altar of sacrifice, and they start listening to Moses again, and they start following Mm -hmm. the Savior more closely. And so I think it's so interesting that they were on this horrible, bad spectrum just minutes before Moses came down from the (laughs) mountain, and then they Uh finally, like, understood the truth, they repented, and they decided to follow the savior again. Mm -hmm. So now let's look in Mosiah chapter 13. So this is also where you can find the 10 commandments. Abinadi is teaching the 10 commandments before wicked King Noah and his awful, horrible priests. And after he completes his teachings of the 10 commandments, he explains in verses 25 through 27. I'm just going to paraphrase this and say it in Tracy (laughs) because Uh I don't want to read you but he basically is saying if king noah had taught these things to his people abinadi would not have had to come before him shame him and make him look bad in front of his high priest and all the people in his kingdom if he had just done his job (laughs) then he would not be in this situation right now Mm -hmm. Uh, and he continues to explain how salvation doesn't come solely through obedience to the commandments but that you also need to have the atonement. And he explains the process of repentance. And so you have to remember that this is the time before Christ had even come to the earth. It's still like in the 600, 700 BC time period. Okay. Um, yeah. So they're all still just prophesying of the Savior who will eventually come and redeem everyone for their sins. And they're mm-hmm. still trying to preach the idea of a savior. Um, and so the fact that Abinadi and all of these other prophets from the Old Testament and the Book of Mormon, who never actually got to see the savior or know about the signs of or see the signs of his coming or live uh-huh. during his time, they had to have had such great faith in the savior to even be able to preach something that wouldn't come for hundreds of years beyond their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Abinadi was not only able to preach the Ten Commandments, but preach about the atonement and about how 
even if you mess up and you break one of the commandments or you sin and you do something wrong, that you still have an opportunity to repent and follow Christ in the future. And you still mm-hmm. have that opportunity to redeem yourself and closer to him again. So it's not just a, oh, you messed up, you broke the commandments, you're done for, that's it. But like there is still hope for you. And so I love seeing how the people of Israel or the children of Israel learned how to repent and build an altar and offer sacrifices unto the Lord for their sins and for their mistakes. And Mm -hmm. then conversely, how Abinadi was teaching Nephites and Lamanites alike that you can do the same thing. That was such a good reminder. Yeah, and I think, I mean, we're so focused on applying the Ten Commandments to our current situation that we don't always think about the rest of the situation that on how the Ten Commandments were first delivered, whether it was to, um, whether it's by Moses or by Abinadi, because their situations are still ones that we need to think about from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ten Commandments apply to us as well as the situations that they were all in. If we are struggling at any time, we don't, we shouldn't go creating idols. We should be turning to the Lord like Moses was doing and considering what has been given to us so far, consider the commandments that we have. And, you know, if we had been doing them like we'd been first told, like Abinadi told King Noah, then we'd be fine. We wouldn't be needing to be told those things again. Yeah, I think it's really interesting how, you know, the Lord definitely revealed things in a pattern that would be digestible and understandable for his people (laughs) at those times. Simple, basic. Yeah. So like with the children of Israel, like he was slowly introducing like bits of the law of Moses to them and like, Mm -hmm. okay, you understand this. I'm going to give you this other thing. Okay, you understand this concept. I'm going to give you this other thing. And when he gave... Moses, the Ten Commandments, that was at that time where they really needed it and they were ready to Mm -hmm. accept those kind of commandments. They didn't understand the whole process of not worshiping (laughs) golden calves before that time and why it was unnecessary. But then as the Lord revealed more things to his prophet, he was able to explain the why we don't do those things. So I think it's really great that we have these tangible examples that we can read and we can see of how much Heavenly Father loves us and wants to help us understand a way back to him through the commandments. Exactly. And then on that, I do want to read a section from uh, the Preach My Gospel manual. And it says, God gives us commandments for our benefit. They are instructions from a loving Father in heaven to have happy lives. He also gives us agency or the ability and opportunity to choose between good and evil. When we obey God, we follow the influence of the Spirit and choose to conform to His will. Obedience to the commandments brings us peace in this life and eternal life and exaltation in the world to come. Obedience shows our love for God. Disobedience brings us sorrow. Heavenly Father knows our weaknesses and is patient with us. He blesses us as we rely upon His Son and strive to obey His commandments. He expects us to obey Him so that He can bless us. And I think that's really important because just like the situation for uh, Moses and his people and Abinadi and then Alma and his people, like they did have tribulations, certainly. But as they began to then follow the commandments, then they were eventually blessed, which is something that we need to then remember for ourselves that when we do follow um, God's commandments, then we will be blessed. Exactly. I know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we did our conference review episode. I think it was Elder Anderson's talk about the your spiritual foundation, like fixing Ooh, it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really 
important to think that the Ten Commandments can be a part of our spiritual foundation. Just yes. like they were the main, one of the main foundation pieces for the children of Israel back in Exodus during Moses's time. Like they didn't mm. have that much that they could fully understand in regards of like the gospel and, you know, following Christ and following his prophets. But they had the Ten Commandments. And that was one thing that they they saw from start to finish. They saw Moses deliver them like they had them on the stone tables like they knew that this is something that they needed to really take seriously in their lives. And it became a foundation stone for them. And I think that we can still take the Ten Commandments today and make them a part of our spiritual foundation. It sounds like it could be such a dated thing, but the Ten Commandments are still very valid today and they're recognized mm-hmm. by almost every world religion. That's true, yeah. So mm-hmm. if other religions are able to focus on the Ten Commandments and see them as a foundation stone in their worship, I think that we should be able to do that as well and take them as a way for us to worship reverence and revere heavenly father and everything that he's given us exactly like i i completely agree because i was watching one of my first thoughts and like okay what would be my spiritual foundation and then i was like okay well i clearly have to start somewhere and a good place to start would be with the commandments that i've been given and the ones that i'm trying to follow yeah so i completely agree with that because yeah they do seem pretty basic but i mean you, you've got to believe in those commandments. Otherwise, you're not believing the words of Heavenly Father. And I mean, it's just going to be a cycle that just doesn't work out for you ultimately. Um, because then you're not believing, you know, some of the basics of what we've been given, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the Ten Commandments, they, they are commandments. They are rules that have been given to us so that we can come closer to the Lord and build a relationship with him so that we can come back to him. Like, that's part of our foundation of beliefs in the gospel. And the Ten Commandments clearly plays the part right there in the beginning that we need to always remember. Exactly. I want to continue with that quote that you have from Preach My Gospel. Uh Um, It says, when we are baptized and confirmed, we enter into a covenant with God that we will take upon ourselves the name of Jesus Christ and that we will always remember him and keep his commandments. Heavenly Father Mm. gives us commandments so that we will know what to do and what to avoid in order to receive the blessings he wants to give us, such as joy, peace of conscience and lasting happiness. God revealed to Moses the Ten Commandments to guide his people. The Ten Commandments are still valid today. They teach us to worship and to show reverence for God. They also teach us how to treat one another. This is such an important thing for us to recognize as well, because Ten Commandments are really like your gateway commandments to learn about. Once you have an understanding and a testimony of the Ten Commandments, you are able to build off of those onto other things. Like we've talked about the word of wisdom before. That's Mm -hmm. something that you can build off of on the Ten Commandments. Um, We're going to be talking about the law of chastity in a couple weeks, you know, that is another commandment that you need to build off of. And then like when you go to the temple and you learn more about the other covenants and commandments that you'll be making when you're in the temple, Mm -hmm. like the 10 commandments are that baseline for you. So that way you have something to build off of. If you're able to follow and obey the 10 commandments, then there's no reason for you to not be able to follow and obey these further commandments that you'll learn as you grow. So I think it's, yeah. important to have that sort of baseline understanding. Exactly. Like I, I really like how you said that. Yeah. Because they, they are baseline. It's like, if you can do those, then it means you'll be ready and able to do the next step. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, if you can like go around and not kill people, you're headed in the right direction. <laughs> Simple as that. If you can yeah. not worship idols, then yeah, you're you're already on your way to like having a better relationship with your heavenly father by not, you know, bowing down to anything else. If you are honoring your parents, that means you're more likely to, you know, probably respect authority and listen to those around you and consider, you know, people who are trying to help you. And I mean, every commandment has one way or more at the very least on how to help you improve during this lifetime and the next as you work to build your your relationship with your heavenly father to to grow a life during like to build your life here on this earth during this time um and to build up your spiritual foundation like you can you can do so much more as you go and you don't have to be you know like we talked about in one of our last episodes you don't need to be married to keep any of these commands like these are all simple things that we can all be doing at any age at any um, point in our lives as long as we're able to keep these then you're already doing really good what's really great is that we kind of are not kind of we're reminded about this every sunday when we partake of the sacrament so that's true we are promising to always remember him to keep his commandments and then the blessing is mm-hmm. that we will always have his spirit to be with us so we are being constantly reminded every time we partake of the sacrament how important mm-hmm. it is for us to keep the Ten Commandments. No matter which stage you're at in your development of your testimony and you know your understanding of the gospel, the Ten Commandments are always going to be there for you as a reminder to obey them and to reap the blessings that come through mm-hmm. obedience to the Ten Commandments. So, right. And you'll get that reminder every time you take the mm-hmm. sacrament. Oh, definitely. And it's also, okay, like, I mean, I know I was saying how easy it was a minute ago to follow some of the commandments, but it doesn't mean that all of the commandments are going to be easy to follow all of the time. I mean, there are going to be moments where you're just like, I wish I had that super cute shirt. I wish I had that kind of, you know, family relationship. I wish I was eating cookie dough right now. It could be anything. (laughs) I mean, or I wish that person was dead right now because I'm really mad at them. It could be a lot of things. Um, but that, that's one of the reasons we take the sacrament is to do our best to improve every day, every week, every moment so that we can build that relationship with our Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it might take some work, but these Ten Commandments are a perfect place to start and to continuously work on as you build your, your spiritual foundation. Exactly. Just like Abinadi said, salvation doesn't come through obedience to the commandments alone salvation can only come through the atonement so as Mm -hmm. like you were saying as you repent we're not going to be perfect we're going to make mistakes we're going to have those really bad thoughts and (laughs) it happens but as long as we're repenting and we're trying our best to be better than we were the day before then that's what matters and that's what Mm -hmm. the savior really cares about so exactly well said that is the Ten Commandments for y'all. The Ten Commandments. We our did four, it, you guys. Our four-part series. <laughs> oh, four-part series. Of the commandments. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, we made it. You made it. Beautiful. Yeah, so thanks for hanging in there, guys. I know sometimes it sounds like we're saying the same thing over and over. And I know a lot of you guys were raised already knowing the Ten Commandments and everything. But you never know what you'll end up learning. And hopefully you guys learned something along the way here. And if not, hopefully we entertained you for at least two minutes. At the very so. least. <laughs> we are trying. <laughs> oh, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, uh, thank you, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.